What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. All right, December 13th, Monday edition. Two things have changed since the last time we did a show together. One, I'm in a good mood. And two, I'm a tornado survivor. I want to clarify, you are in a good mood. I, I recognize you are not in a bad mood. Would you say this is a good mood for you? That's the same thing as yeah. <laughs> Again, when you're a storm survivor like I am, <laughs> you know, things happen. So I would you, like to preface. You wouldn't, let me just preface your preface. You wouldn't know anything about it, so you shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some savage storms down here in Tennessee. Not as bad as, as Kentucky, but it was the same storm system. Uh, I am at Jesse's house sitting in his kitchen. We still don't have internet. Uh, my, our street's a mess. Did you Have you seen my area, by the way? Oh, yeah. I've seen it pictures was smashed. of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, as a, at 4 a.m. when I'm calling you, saving your life, by the way. That I is what woke me up. Jesse called me at 3.30. I had fallen asleep with my phone next to my head and it just started vibrating. And that's what we had. To, we literally started. So I was like, dude, whatever. I, I honestly was just like, I, why are you calling me? I, I told Jesse, I, I fully expected it to be his wife's voice. Like, that's no. it. <laughs> Jesse's, <laughs> Jesse's gone. He, he did good. He did good while we had him. Yeah, um, but I I knew then, when you were asleep, and I was like, "Dude, get down! I'm not joking. Get out of your." I house. don't believe in in that either. Normally, by the way, if you don't like banter, just leave for the next five minutes. <laughs> I don't normally believe in like leaving, fleeing to the basement. We started to. I got up. I got dressed. I was like, "All right, Hannah, just go down." She's panicking. I was like, "Go down to the basement. Whatever, just go." I went to get the dogs in the do- the living room because off the split level. So, like, you open the door to the living room. There's a landing. Take a right upstairs to the master. Left downstairs to the basement. She walks down. Griffey, of course, follows her. Brady, so typical. He looks. He's like, wait a minute here. The master bedroom door is open? Party time. <laughs> Brady breaks right for the bedroom. I was like, ah, oh, no problem. I'll get him. She goes down to the basement. I go up, like, six or seven steps. I grab him. And, dude, I kid you not, my whole that whole side of the house starts shit. It's the only two-story side of the house. I was in the stairwell and the house started moving. I, I felt like it was moving. That's how strong the wind was. I yelled at her. I was like, go. I was like, get down that, like screaming at her. And we sat. Oh. And the way it is built is good because there is like a whole cinder block room underneath the stairs. Um, and it's absolutely true what they say. The train sound. That is exactly what it sounds like. It sounded like a freight train coming through the yard. Um, That's insane. And for anybody who doesn't realize, like that, it was actually like we kind of joke about it. It was feet from your house. Oh, yeah. So like, we had we had a tree that's they actually cut up today, 80 to 100 feet tall and about eight feet around diameter or uh, not diameter circumference, sure. 10 foot circumference. Okay. I don't know what that means. Like me and you couldn't wrap our arms around it, even if we were holding hands. That thing fell all the way through my neighbor's yard, right through our fence, through another side of fence. We had an eight foot section of fence blown away. Um we found a bunch of shingles in the backyard from roofs. And then the weirdest thing is in the front yard near the avalanche, there were just a bunch of like one and two foot tall sticks stuck in the ground, just standing oh, up. Oh, gee. That, like, yeah, that's so freaky it, when you see that. 
Yeah, and then uh, honestly, which was even this is nothing to. I'm saying like something happened to us. We were fine. We panicked. It was a panic for five minutes. It did pass quickly, but right down the road, a quarter mile away, house is totally destroyed. Like guy had a whole tree fall through his house. Another guy's roof rip, roof ripped right off. It was pretty savage. And then of course, like Kentucky was terrible. But uh, yeah, we yeah, got to so be thankful. No one around us died. No one lost. No one lost life. And. Anybody in this general vicinity is fine, but everybody else uh, west of us got hit really bad. So yeah. so we lost power for like a day and a half. We still don't have internet uh, a couple days later. The other thing that went through my head, this is terrible, after it passed, I was like, oh, of course it happened right now. I just cleaned out half the so- safety deposit box because the film crew was here making the documentary about us. I had all those cards, including like Jordan, Brady, rookies just sitting in the house. I was oh like, dude, God. you got all the days. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, big... Uh, it- it makes a lot of sense, though. Remember when we moved into our house, it, a tree fell on it, like second weekend or something. I was like, this is exactly what's going to happen. First weekend, tree falls on the house. But yeah, not too bad. That's All why right. I'm wearing this corduroy jacket. I'm a man of the woods. I was cutting trees up yesterday. Well, Were you he was really? cutting them up. I was carrying No, I didn't You watched them. it? I, I'm not allowed. I was standing there, though. I carried some. <laughs> you so. stay, you stay All right, give so us the rundown. We got a big show, a king-size show. Do you that think that you your do? internet's not working still because of what happened on Friday's episode or because oh, of the close. comments directly towards Comcast and Xfinity? They might They're have like, been We're going to fix him last. Yep. Um, All right. Give us the rundown. Let's, that, keep Sim- let's keep Simmons somewhat sane today. We'll do a rundown of some sports talk now. With that, let's do the rundown. Big picture. We're going to talk lo- lukewarm takes. Uh, Mike has actually done a lot of research today. I'm really excited because I have very little knowledge of exactly where that's going to go. Scorching takes. It's going to be really good. Uh, We're going to do a little bit of a tax update because a lot of guys have been posting about um, some information on uh, the IRS uh, changing some things. You want to get amped up? You talk about some taxes. You want to get fired (laughs) up? That's what I do. Uh, We're going to do a Nash card. My first uh, real experience at a card shop. Uh, we get to talk about that that we didn't hit on last Big week. day. Recent pickups, release days, and everyone's favorite, mailbag. With a special dedication to anybody who sent in questions last week that we did not get to, you get to come first. There you go. With that being said, big picture, lukewarm takes. I'm going with a team I am selling and a team I am buying. So I hope you have the schedules up. I don't know if you notice this. Put it in red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Give me the Bengals mm-hmm. next four games, please. Bengals will yep. be playing the Broncos. Well, you got to say at or verse. Oh, okay. It's very important. Oh, no. This is bad. I don't know how to tell. Okay. No, no, I figured it out. Bengals at Broncos. That's a loss. That's a loss to the Bengals. Yep. Next. Wow. Okay. Ravens. Loss. Uh, that's a home game, though. Loss. What? Next. Okay. Well, Chiefs. That's a loss. loss. <laughs> okay. Bengals at Browns. Loss. What? The, I honestly <laughs> think the Bengals could lose three out of the next four. The you Bengals just are four not out of four, making the playoffs, okay. which is sad. I, Joe Burrow's had a great season. Jamar Chase is going to come up second rookie of the year voting. This team, I don't think they're making the playoffs. They have an insanely difficult schedule at the end of the year. Against teams that are all going to be playoff relevant. The Browns, I, I would imagine, are still fighting for their lives. By a week and a half from now, two weeks from now, Lamar's probably back and healthy with the ankle. Doesn't look like it was too serious. I guess that could change. The Chiefs, to me, are the hottest team in football at the right time. They scare the crap out of me. 
I'm telling you. And even the Broncos, the Broncos run the ball and play good defense in Mile High Stadium. That's a tough game. I don't think the Bengals... This isn't a scorching hot take either. This is like lukewarm because the AFC is totally up for grabs. Well, you we look at the Bills lukewarm. schedule, though. The Bills are making the playoffs. The Colts, I also worry about. I think... I really think the Broncos have a shot to make it, which if that's the case, I think at some point we may have to start investing a couple dollars in Teddy Bridgewater, which I never thought those things I'd be saying. Ever. Yeah, I didn't think you were a Bridgewater guy. But um, more importantly... I think it might be time to start in the next couple of weeks. It may be time to start selling Bengals cards. Now, I'm okay holding Joe. And, and let me preface this too with I'm okay holding these guys because I think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are going to be top three, top five of their position for the next decade if they stay healthy. I, re I really feel that strongly about both of them. However, so this is twofold. If you're in them for the long term, if you're in them for PC because you just like the Bengals, you're holding, you want to just keep these guys, no problem. Don't even think about selling because I, but I do think their prices are going to drop hard if they miss the playoffs. I say hard, miss the playoffs offseason. There's some drop there. However, if you are into these guys for the short term, your intent was to flip them at some point during the season to reinvest in something else, to buy into baseball low in the offseason, or to buy the dip that's currently happening with basketball. I would not want to be sitting on Jamar Chase and borrow cards in a month. I really think you got to start keeping an eye on things. I could be totally wrong. I usually am, but those four games, I think they could easily lose all four of those. Those are all four tough opponents. Uh, and I also think Jamar Chase is very high right now, as he should be. But as a non-quarterback, I start to wonder, too, in the offseason, he's going to dip hard because he's not a quarterback. Not his fault. We don't often talk Jamar Chase. Did you find no. anything? What do you got um, for him? I, I got a little bit of Jamar Chase. I will say he's been on my fantasy league almost the entire season. Sure. He has done quite well for me. You're in first place. Um, it's disturbing. Oh, did you? Want to talk about how I was in first place? Oh, yeah. That's not a big deal. Whatever. Uh, Jamar Chase, I pulled up his downtown because there's not a lot of stuff out there that was graded. And the raw stuff really isn't selling for a ton. Um, raw so was, downtown? Uh, no, this is a graded PSA 9 downtown. So there's... 600. Uh, no. The last sold was actually about a month ago for this card. So it, it could be, but... Last sold was four hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. Um, a couple weeks before that, it sold for five sixty five. So it's actually it was on a downward trend up till then. Um, other than the downtown, I pulled up a few of his base cards, but they're going for like a few cents to a few dollars. Nothing like too crazy as far as. I was hoping um, to find some autos here. No autos, huh? Uh, let me In pull up research? an auto list. I did research. Thank you. Um, if you want to pull up autos, yeah, okay. So their most recent auto was mm, two weeks ago, Panini Origins football, but it's numbered six out of 49. Do you care about that? I do. Why are you saying two weeks ago? His stuff sells probably every night. That's what I'm just saying. I pull up Jamar Chase auto. Last one sold yesterday. Oh, okay. You said two weeks ago. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry. It was sold two weeks ago. I don't know why I said yesterday. Are people spelling his name wrong? Jamar, J-A apostrophe M-A-A-R Chase. I will say names of apostrophes will mess you up on eBay searches. Oh, so maybe that's why it's not pulling up. Then. Yeah, because you got stuff yesterday. No apostrophe. Stuff selling yesterday. Origins cars. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. So that's where they trick you, huh? Uh, that is a fun fact for anybody doing searching, uh, doing searches. Take out the apostrophe. So uh, let me give you an example. Jamar Chase Origins base auto number to 99 on card. 
two have sold in the last week for $200. Another one before that, $200. Um, yeah, I, I'll be honest. I 187 before that. I like Jamar Chase. I think he's good. But again, this is kind of twofold. If you're in it long term, cool. But I would not stress about the next couple of months because I think they're going to miss the playoffs. And I think obviously the offseason's coming. Reverse side, though, like I said, if you're in this game to flip, to get liquid back out of it so you can go to the next thing, I don't think I'd be sitting and waiting on Jamar Chase stuff. I just don't. And I don't trust non-quarterbacks in the offseason yet. The the hobby is finally starting to get to the point where it's not only and exclusively about quarterbacks, but we're not Mm -hmm. there yet. So I I do worry about him. Burrow as well, but less. I mean, again, Burrow is going to be a top 10 guy for a decade. I think people realize that. But I also wouldn't be buying Burrow right now thinking, oh, the playoffs are coming because I just don't think they're going to make it. I really don't. And I, and I would not have said that a couple weeks ago. How um, many games do they need to win to make it? It just depends. The AFC has a bunch of teams. But like I said, yeah. the Bills are seven and six like they are. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to win three out of their next four. Bills you know, have I think, I think really Denver's going to win a bunch of games. Indy does not have an overly difficult schedule. They've got the Pats this week. There's just too many teams ahead of them right now, and they don't have a lot of great tiebreakers. I worry, and they have a very difficult schedule. So I'm kind of a sell on the Bengals right now. A hold on Burrow. Um, having said that, you tell me three months from now in the middle of the offseason, hey, these guys have come way down in price. They should not, but maybe they do. I'm all in on Jamar Chase and Burrow in the offseason if there's a dip. But for right now, I think you, it might be time to kind of cash out if that was your plan. The, the other baseline team. for Burrow, I will say, is about where it is right now. So, like, you're, it's been stagnant. Like, his PSA 10, I'm looking at a 2020 Donruss uh, PSA 10 card. It, there's about 2,000 of them, but where it's at, selling about $100, it's right where it's been for maybe the last three, yeah, three, four months. So, yeah, and I'm okay with that. I mean, he should have topped that. He's played well, but they're not winning as nearly as consistent as they were at the beginning of the year. The other team, NFC, that I'm totally a flips. And like I said, I'm not going to research the Broncos because I, I can't stand that team because I used to beat the Pats all the time. I, I do start to wonder with Teddy Bridgewater, like if he leads that team to the playoffs, do we see some sort of a weird spike with him? Is there maybe something short term for him? I don't know. I, you know, I, I also think, well, he's been in the league for eight years. No one cares no matter what. So I, I'm very back and forth with Teddy. NFC, though, San Francisco 49ers. That team is winning games. I mean, they beat the Bengals yesterday in overtime, maybe? Uh, let me check. It's possible. I'm pretty sure they beat the Bengals yesterday. I got it pulled up. 49ers, they beat the Bengals uh, 26-23 in overtime. It's a big win. I, Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I, I am f- curious, to, yeah, to see what you think about Garoppolo because you've not been high on him pretty much all season. No, I, I'm also curious. Are there any Garoppolo cards in card ladder at all? Um, just start putting in Jimmy. Probably not yeah. a lot of Jimmy's in that site. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy wins football games. <laughs> Jimmy's getting upset. Jimmy plays ball. Um, there is some short. Jimmy Garoppolo and old Jim Jim. Let's see. Is he a 2014 rookie? 13. Um, 14. Hold, 15. Hold, please. Uh, are you sure it's not 2018? I keep getting to a lot of 2018 no. coming up. Then no, they don't have his rookie in here. Then um, they've got some optic, the absolute downtown. Um, yeah, no, not a rookie card in here. I'll check eBay real quick. Yeah, because Jimmy Garoppolo is another guy. I, I think we were a little bit. It was kind of like, well, what do we do with the guy? It's 2014. His pricing, though. Yeah. Here's the tough thing with them. I don't know how. So first off, give me their schedule. I've got some prices here. Give me his remaining schedule for the year, the 49ers. 
Sure. Uh, so the rest of the year, they've got they are playing a home game uh, versus the Falcons. When they are. Go- oh, OK. Hello. Uh, they are going to be playing the Titans when at the t- oh. okay. Titans aren't well, that healthy and don't look dis- great. I'm, I'm, I'd take, disagree, I'll take the 49ers. Disagree with that. But oh, well, they weren't that healthy and they won yesterday. So whatever. Oh, you beat the um, Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> to zero. Impressive. I'm just saying. Well, it was zero, so come on. Okay, next. Texans win. Uh, That's fair. And lastly, they have the Rams. So the Rams are tough. I also think at week 17, are the Rams already locked in their spot? Are they even playing? I think they win either the Rams or the Titans game. So I think they win three out of their next four, which to me locks them up for the playoffs. I would I'm say not two out of their next th- four. I don't know about three, but. Yeah, I don't think they're going to spike and he's going to go crazy. But like Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I mean, here's one. RPA at a silhouette, the Crown Royal Patch Autos, $52 on bids. Crazy nice patch. 9510 Tops Chrome Autos, 100 to 150 bucks. I mean, some of this stuff is so stupid cheap. Select number to 75 PSA 10 Auto, $135. He's a guy, and it is 2014. I just think that's a guy, too, you might take a flyer on. Like that team, I don't know that they can win a playoff game because you're looking at Arizona, uh, the Cardinal, excuse me, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Bucks on top, and the Packers. Like those four teams are insanely difficult to beat, although the Rams are beatable because they crap themselves all over the place sometimes. And even Green Bay, I don't trust Aaron Rodgers to win games in the postseason. Uh, the 49ers are weird. So Jimmy Garoppolo, there's some intrigue there, but George okay. Kittle is the guy I want to talk about. Do you have any George Kittle pricing? I do have George Kittle pricing. Because um, Kittle's unbelievable. When he's playing right, which he is right now, he's like amazing. And I think his market is pretty stinking cheap. So Kittle, let's see. I've got a PSA 10 downtown uh, 2020 optic. This is going for 260. And let me see if I can get something else that's a little more relevant. Um, here's the thing. I don't know about you. I love card ladder. I've been a little disappointed with some of the selection on some of these lately, but I'm really hoping that's always to buy my out. issue. The, the selection is, is way too small. That's why I'm super excited to go bought up by PSA for that very I reason. Know. I think PSA is going to throw money at him. Yeah, I'm really hoping something happens. There. All right, so here you um, go. So Kittle's a 2017 rookie. Not a ton of stuff, by the way, either. You know, I'm looking at like a Phoenix card, 50 bucks as a refractor. I'm trying to find some rookie autos. I, I think Kittle, though, is the guy. And here's the reason. Super likable. He's pretty outspoken. He's like the most vocal guy on that team. Debo's a star, but Debo's been pretty quiet. I just think Kittle's the guy who can get it done on the field and create some buzz off the field and kind of get like that, I don't know, just like that overall environment. His contenders his contenders rookie does like 200 bucks, a little over $200. For a guy who could be top two, three, four at his position in the league any given week and on a team I think might make a playoff run, I don't hate that card. Like I know it's expensive, 200 bucks, but he has other rookie autos that are way cheaper than that. So I just think the 2017 Kittle rookie auto market is worth a look and 2014 Garoppolo rookie auto. He's stayed pretty I, consistent at $200 for like the last month or so in October though. He's so he doubled in price in October that card was selling for 100. Yeah, and he missed some time early. He's playing good now. The team's winning games. I don't hate Kittle. I mean, you can get like his prestige and his playoff autos for under $100 still for a rookie. Those are my lukewarm takes. Bengals out, 49ers in. Belichick, Brady, Super Bowl. Okay. Pump the brakes. The fact that you think the Titans don't have a shot. I think that Henry's coming back before the end of this year. 
I think they've got a real shot. If Derrick Henry comes back healthy, I think he'd be a great buy this season because that team's super dangerous. Julio Jones was back yesterday and played well. If A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry both came back, why are you just yeah. – you scratch your face and you're just staring at your hand. What are we? What uh, are you doing? Because I've got a – I had something on my finger, and it doesn't okay. matter what it was. It's, it's a dried piece of skin. It's fine. Oh, my God. Can we please oh. move on past what's on my finger? I would say the biggest price increase of the year – excuse me, of the week. Are you done? You did it again. Oh, my God. Put Stop your, looking at me. Look you at know, the we cards. Gotta get, we we got to get those mitts for your hands oh. so you can like a dog so he can't scratch his face. <laughs> Just leave your hands down for two minutes. It oh makes me goodness. feel good. It's my safe place when I You're touch it. You're scratching and picking, prodding. Just leave it alone. <laughs> um, good thing I'm in a good mood. I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. i not even going to bring it out anymore. <laughs> Juliana Pena, upset of the weekend. I don't care about UFC. Well, I don't watch it. What sport? Oh, UFC. Okay. But she beat Amanda Nunez, which I think... Most people regard as the female goat of all time and probably one of the greatest UFC fighters, period. This is a great example. We get UFC questions and golf. Those are the two we get, like individual sports. People have questions. Here's all I would tell you is when there's a huge tournament coming up in golf, we've seen the history is, hey, the Masters are coming up, PGA tournament coming up. There are major, major events. And when people perform well, the prices go absolutely through the roof. And this is what happened yesterday with Juliana Pena. She beats Nunez. Instantly, her prism cards from this week, cards that were selling a week ago for $15 are now selling for $100 to $150. That's insane. I just think it's something, if you know anything about that sport, I don't know enough about the sport to spend money and I'm not interested in it, so I'm not going to. But if you were looking for like that, you know, hey, basketball, football, baseball have kind of died down. They're not as volatile like other sports are at times. I, I tell you right now, UFC, when there's a title fight like this, if you want to take a long shot on the underdog on a major card, if you would spend a thousand dollars on Pena last week, you'd have five figures returned today. That's how That's insane. insane her pricing <laughs> has been, which is kind of similar to Formula One, right? You, I didn't look up any of this. Didn't Formula oh, yeah. One some um, Max dude? Big championship race, Max Verstappen, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, and then Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Lewis Hamilton was, I think, seven time champion. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton's like the goat of the sport. Prices oh, to the roof and crate. It's insanely expensive. Whatever. One hundred percent. Max won the. Is this the championship Max, for the year? Yes, twenty twenty one championship. Max came out. Now there is like some controversy about it. Apparently there was like some confusion on the rules and things like that. I'm not going to get into all that. Thank God. As of now, tune out. As of now, Max is being deemed as the champion. His card. Uh, so of course the, we've talked about this. This was his fir- the first year for Formula One racing cards. Um, the card went, well, when we say this year, this is a 2020 card. I think technically, did it not come out last year? It did. So 2020, okay. and that was also the first year for, for Formula One Tops Chrome. Okay. But uh, that card was doing about seven, tw- uh, actually, I'm sorry. That card was doing like closer to $500 uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. The card started selling a- after the win, seven twenty five. Seven twenty-five, a thousand dollars as of yesterday. So that stuff is fire, man. Unbelievable. It's insane. And uh, honestly, Hamilton's prices have not dropped off as much as what I was expecting. Um, I think because he's the goat and it's first year stuff. Yeah, like so. His card back on December sixth, like a week ago. Uh, this is his, you know, 2020 tops Chrome uh, rookie card is what they're deeming it as the PSA ten. Sold for $710 on eBay. It sold for $640 yesterday. Not a huge drop. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't a bigger drop. But I mean, when you are known as the 
all-time greatest racer. I guess it's kind of hard to completely drop in price. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought about it too. Yep. Um, so yeah, whole point being, there's some crazy stuff that still happens in those individual sports. So I like that because I feel like basketball has just been so blasé this year. I oh, mean, honestly, basketball, even football, like I, I think a lot of it's been been weird and trended more toward the negative. Like, hey, the market's kind of down. Things are falling. Things haven't spiked when certain things happened. You know, yeah. speaking of that, we've got it saved for later. I'm just going to go ahead and bring up that Brian Rice graph that we were going to talk about like a week ago or something. So Brian Rice is a guy in the group. Um, he's also in our uh, fantasy league, who, again, I was I'm leading. Um, number one, a big deal. Uh, Ryan Rice's day job, uh, digital marketing. He does a lot with just like finding trends and things like that. So he was looking into sports card, um, the term sports cards over the last five years. Of course, as probably suspected, there was a huge dr- uh, jump in, you know, 2020, huge jump in 2021. Big drop off, though, right after uh, the 2021 spike, as we all know. But what some probably question, because we keep getting this a lot, is, oh, is the market collapsing? Is there something happening? There's actually started to be be another increase in as far as overall popularity of people searching sports cards I need a, uh, I need over a the last month. I'm going to let you talk for just a minute. I have to stop. I need a drink. I apologize. You got, okay. You, you know what the this? drinks are? Yeah, go, go right ahead. I might hit the tax thing while you're gone because I know you're not going to care about that. All right. Mike's in my kitchen looking for something to drink. Let's so there you go. If anybody who's worried about what's going on uh, with the sports card market, granted, who knows what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. You can look to some statistics out there that say we are not overall in a negative space. We're actually in a little bit of an uptrend. So um, Mike's back way too fast. I didn't didn't even get I didn't have time to go to the tax part. Keep going. You're killing it, bro. Oh, God. Um, so we talked about this actually, maybe I want to say sometime around the summertime, there was a lot of concern that the tax, um, reporting had changed to, I think it was $20,000 originally. Like if you were doing $20,000 in sales on like Venmo, PayPal, then they weren't well, going to hang report on real you. quick. It was, it was a PayPal thing in order for you to be automatically eligible. That's the wrong word, but they require if you hit one of these two levels, you were required to receive a 1099K. Yes. Basically, you may, hey, you made alternative income. If you had $20,000 in goods sales or mm-hmm. over 200 transactions, that's what it uh, used to be. That was a PayPal it, thing. Yes. And I think, and I believe it was and, not or, but and 200 goods and services. Oh, um, thank you. Okay. So that changed. They changed it to $600. A lot of people were upset about that. Granted, you're supposed to be t- paying taxes, keeping track of all this stuff, no matter what anyway. But uh, they're upset that PayPal is going to start reporting on that because they had to. Now, it looks like that has been changed once again. There was a lot of pushback. Um, a lot of financial professionals themselves felt like $600 was way too low. Uh, so they are now changing that up to 10000 Here's so, what's interesting, though. And this is why there's a lot of people in the card space that are just total dummies and just listen to stuff on the Internet. Yes, you may not receive a 1099 from PayPal because your account isn't triggered by $10,000 in sales, right? Well, guess what? If magically you have $9,200 in sales over the course of a year coming to your bank account, that's what the IRS looks at and calls income. You're going to have a heck of a time trying to explain that to them when your opening line is, well, PayPal didn't 1099 me. Yeah, (laughs) We don't care. 
Yeah. Same as if you if you sell fifty thousand dollars worth of cards in cash at a show and then deposit it to your account, dude. You just pay your taxes. There is always so much upheaval about this stuff, and it's like people are shocked. How could people do this? It's pretty simple. If you make money, you have to pay tax on it. I don't know why this this comes up so often, and then it always becomes a political thing too, which I think is stupid. Just pay your taxes. I don't report things and be honest or don't report it. Be a scumbag and don't complain when you get whacked and you get audited. I don't want to hear it. I love your attitude towards it because sometimes I think like, I don't know if I would have expected you to have that attitude, uh, but you are a very honest person. So that does make sense. But I think the flip side of that is I feel like anybody who is doing it the honest way and paying their taxes, it's like, why should anybody else get treated differently? Like I have to pay taxes. I'm having to deal with this crap. Everyone else should too. That's kind of my thinking of your response to all this. Yeah. And quite frankly, the more you make, the more you pay anyways. So like when I hear guys whine about, I have to pay tax on $9,200. Okay. You want to pay tax on what I have to pay tax? Granted, it's because I make more. That's awesome. But dude, I, yeah, that's how it works. You know, oh, now I got to keep track of inventory and stuff. Yeah. When the side hustle becomes a business like it has for almost everybody I know. Yeah. You got to keep records. Sorry, whether PayPal 1099 you or not, though, that is not the end all be all for the IRS. So I just, yeah, that's like the same stupid Watch theory. Back. <laughs> um, I cannot right. clear my throat. Jesse had a had friends here yesterday with a dog. Not hey, hey, I'm allergic. they're not friends. I don't even know those guys. They're great people. <laughs> I'm allergic to dogs. They also those friends live just a mile or not a mile, like a few feet down from you guys. They had nowhere to stay, so. They and their dog stayed here. I apologize. They could have stayed at their house. I stayed at mine. You stayed over at your in-laws, I thought. No, I didn't. Power got turned on last night. Oh, that's right. Well, no internet, though. You guys are living like cavemen without anim- or without internet over there. No, move on. Are, you, right, rip- are means- you ripping a downtown pack? Um, so we're. I'll rip one uh, just because it's fun. And it's. I, I opened a pack. Oh, I think it had another. I had a second Jamar Chase in it. Um, what? It, there was no, 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 not Jamar Chase. I think it was. Um, hang on, we were talking about Jamar Chase, and that's how Randy all I Moss. Can think no, Lamar. It's Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jackson. Jackson. So I got a second Lamar Jackson. I sold one of those for like twenty five bucks. Again, guys, the reason we talk about this too is not just because we're liking it, but Panini has been listening, and because of that, they are going to be giving out some free stuff. Um, they want the guys who are interested to be able to get in on some of this, not just listen to what we open, but actually have some packs of their own. They, we got an email this morning saying that they were going to be sending us stuff that we will be able to share with you guys. Also, so, we now have the ability, they've enabled our accounts to gift cards. So we can do like free breaks for people. Actually, well, that'd be fun and do that. Everyone can show. gift stuff, but it, there's After limitations. We, we, we don't can have do those, it instantly. Yes, we have a little bit more leniency there. So that's pretty cool. So and by the way, Anti-NFT guys have now become not my sworn enemies, but just to me, the laughing stock of the hobby. I don't care if you spend no money on NFTs. This thought, though, like, first of all, the dumbest line in sports cards right now is, why would I buy an NFT? It's a JPEG. If you have ever uttered those words in the last, let's call it 90 days, because before that, I've said it many times. Wait, oh, okay. I was going to say, when do you say Many a times. <laughs> if you said that in the past 90 days, I question the consistency of pink soup in between your ears. I just, there's probably not much there. The other thing is, oh, it's never going to take over physical cards. That's correct. And nobody is ever saying it's going to. 
So just breathe and be quiet. I just think this is another example of something new comes along that some of the old heads and even even young guys don't understand fully, which I don't understand it fully. And so the initial thing is, well, let's just take shots. That market is unbelievably thriving right now. Oh, is it's there plenty of There's plenty of crap. I, I, I grant you that. Just like there are plenty of junk base cards and physical cards. Even if you don't like it, I don't understand the need for people to rip into it as much as they do. It, it does make me, at this point, I just find it laughable. Like last week, Jesse ripped a pack he bought for 15 bucks. He made like $30, $35 from it. Oh, I ripped another pack. That's what I was going to say. That second Lamar Jackson, there was like another guy in there too. I sold that pack for like 50 bucks. And then I had one with another Mahomes in it. That card alone was 31 bucks. All these packs cost $15. That's what's crazy. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make sense. If you don't like the yeah. base packs, don't buy the base packs. Yeah. But this thought that NFTs are going anywhere is ridiculous. This thought that they're going to take over physical cards, also ridiculous. And that they're JPEG. It, it's, it's just fine. It's okay that it's a, there's a thriving market that is, has somewhat of a crossover with sports cards. I'm getting my own NFT. By the end of 2022, me and Jesse will be NFTized. Oh, NFTized. I, I yep. think that's... that's I, I honestly, I think that it is becoming more of a thing. And I think the guys who your old head is old head a thing i've heard multiple people say old head i didn't i don't know what that is i don't know but i'm still not you, buying an i'm not buying a chimp for 20 grand <laughs> no but no i, like I don't think i'll do that but this uh, on the other hand is actually something that is people are buying into okay so, here's what we're gonna that do being said, i want you to open this pack i don't want okay. you to share your screen with me oh <laughs> we're gonna play a guessing oh. game we're gonna play the okay. guessing game let's go uh, right. i need you to tell me team and then position okay so you get two base cards, one downtown, correct? In these packs? Um, I yes, that is correct. This is here's the the problem. It does not tell me their position, and you know there's no way oh, God. I'm okay. gonna know their Give position. Give me the team. Uh, Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins. It is not. Um, actually, it's just as easy for me to just do this. Oh, <laughs> I actually did know this one. Um, he's a quarterback. Oh, kind he of he is nope, he is not a current. Kurt Warner. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it the base card? Kurt, Kurt Warner is the base card. All right. Next card up. Oh, sometimes they switch up where the downtown is in here. Okay. Next card. Base. Panthers. Base. Yep. Oh, man. I'm doing pretty good here. Christian McCaffrey. Um, no. Cam Newton. It is, it is a quarterback. Sammy D. There you go. Okay. That's a crap card. Next. <laughs> oh, I was saying, I, oh, I would say no. All right, we just talked up these packs. Don't ruin them. <laughs> Is the downtown a rookie He's at least? Good. Give us a rookie. Uh, Do I have any financial oh. stake in this? Uh, technically, I use this with my personal money, but um, I mean, if you need to be involved, that's fine. I just want half the profits. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> at this point, I, when I get to the profit section, I'll let you know. Um, okay. He said, right. Ooh, you've heard of this player, haven't you? I've You're, heard of this player. Those, this chubby, the downtown. Che- those chubby cheeks got a little rosier. <laughs> It's, I don't think you'll be all that excited anyway when I tell you the team. Um, Rookie? No. Oh, the God. Saints. Don't say Jameis Winston. No. Alvin Kamara. No. Have you oh, it's this? Drew? Yeah. <laughs> that's got to pay for the pack. I think so. I, okay, actually, real I think quick. I can check it real quick. Yeah, and that's the other thing I like about this. You can do a quick search. It tells you past sales. I'm going to so, say that pays 20 to 25 bucks. All right. View sales history. Here we go. View sales history. Let's see. Last 24 hours. Last 24 hours, this card has sold. Oh, someone got his actual number. So that one sold for 50 bucks. 
The other one sold for $17. I paid $15 for the pack. I think I'm okay. I think I just that card paid for the pack. Okay. With a, Uneventful, with a little extra. Not bad. I actually cheaper than I would have thought. Uh, there's going to be a lot more of that stuff and like free breaks and stuff when we get the YouTube show going. So we'll do more of that then. Because then we can I just can't get wait to like sin guy stuff. Yeah. That'll yeah, that will be fun. Have like a live audience or something. I don't know. That's probably made up. Okay, let's do the Nash cards <laughs> thing. Probably made up. We started late because I was on the phone with my insurance agent trying to get this whole storm mess taken care of. So that's why the, I keep looking at the clock. It's throwing me off. Um, oh, okay. So last week on Wednesday, so five days ago, was it Wednesday? Uh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, Wednesday. No, we did it on Thursday. Oh, when we actually went to the card shop. Yes, I'm sorry, Wednesday. So we had the film crew. So me, Jesse, and the six guys for the film crew went to Nash Cards, Jesse's first time at a card shop. We ripped, uh, we did some whoa, box whoa, whoa. wars. I've been to a card shop. I've never been to this one, and I've never been there with like you actually in the pursuit of looking at things. It's not what I was told. <laughs> I have been to a card shop. Here's the thing. People are going to know that's not true because we've talked about this when we went when I went to like a card shop. Uh, what was the one in Hendersonville? Oh, you just went in there because it was a car. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. take. I take it back. First time Jesse's gone to a card shop as a customer. Is that fair yes, to say? Yes, that's 100% You don't fair. need to crap on that also? Okay, <laughs> good. Uh, give me your overall impressions walking into a well-stocked store. Because he does. He has a bunch of singles. He's got wax, everything. You're a new guy in the hobby, like the major- like a lot of our audience. I would like to know before I answer that, is it always like that? Does it look like that? Is it set up that same way? It's always how it is. Yep. Okay. I thought it was like, sometimes you get like that sense of like, is a card shop like even going to be clean? Like I've seen like photos of guys uh, who have card shops and there's just boxes everywhere. I thought it was very well organized. I thought that if I wanted to know like what something looked like, it was all like evenly spaced out. It wasn't like, oh, let me move this box to find this box type of thing. Um, I overall was impressed, uh, maybe surprised by the amount of Pokemon that was still there. And like, he moves more Pokemon in volume than anything else he said. We did tell us yeah, that. Yeah, I was really surprised to hear that there's still more Pokemon. I mean, he said dollar amount is not the same, but the actual amount uh, of product. Um, that was your so first, yeah, first box that, war. I I will say I was overwhelmed. And I think other guys, especially newer guys into this hobby, have said something similar by the sheer amount of different product of just your three major ba- basketball, baseball, football sports. Like it's just, there was a lot. And if I didn't have him there, well, if I didn't have you there, if I didn't have him there, Chris Kelsey, that is, I don't know if I would have known what to choose. I, well, I wouldn't have known. So I, you I gotta, had no idea. So you have a ton of different products. And then what the hobbies evolved in now is you have different skews of the same product. Hey, here's a hobby, hobby optic. Oh, here's an optic blaster. Here's a cello. You know, here's a hanger. It can be very confusing. I always tell people, though, as much as you can try to do a little bit of research ahead of time, the other thing is you just need to go to a shop where people, like the guys, like Chris knew within a minute of you talking to him, you had really no idea what you were looking at. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. I knew what I want. I knew I wanted a auto of some kind. I wanted something that had some kind of value to it. I think you made a point recently. I don't know if it was on the show or on the Facebook thing or something, but you made the point of a good card shop owner should be able to know in that pack whether the card you're looking for is even going to be there. Maybe like they don't even sign in that. Oh, yeah. Pack. Or like, hey, I'm, I'm really chasing downtown inserts. Oh, cool. Here's a national treasures box. <laughs> Not even a possibility. Yeah. I think so, card shop owners and most do. Chris does. You know, Nate does over a Grand Slam. Like guys I deal with. 
those guys know their pro- Eddie does at his car shop in San Jose. Um, that's the that's the way it should be. And like, hey, here's here's what I'm looking for. Here's kind of what I'm chasing. Okay, here's some options. Here's a budget. Okay, for that money, this is what's best. So so we kind of so we did end up ripping quite a bit of wax. I got smashed. I had nothing of any value in my boxes, hardly at all. Yeah, it was not I, good. I'm actually pulling out. I just realized I've got some of the cards that we that, that we got. So I, I ripped some I, Prism Basketball Retail. I pulled the Anthony Edwards base, but it was off center. I, I really don't think it's going to gem. Although I sent it to SGC for twenty five bucks, I don't care. Um, we ripped some Mosaic. I got hammered. Yes. So I've got the Mosaic stuff because that was the box war that I won. Felt really good because I wasn't even sure how box wars uh, worked, but I won it. And because of that, I now have a Nelson Cruz, Jose Garcia, Ever heard Ronald Bolanos, yep. Paven Smith, Alec Baum. Heard of that one. Spencer Alec Howard. The Alec Baum and the Spencer Howard are autos as well. So here's here's one quick way to interject, too. This is the cool thing, the way me and Jesse did it is. You know, as we ripped, I just gave Jesse the same breakdown. That Alec Bomb auto is worth like 30 bucks. It's cheap right now, too. And it's a non-licensed product, but the boxes were also cheap, which is why we ripped them. That's what you got to do, though. If you're in this to say, hey, I want to maximize profit out of the box, go through, see what stuff's selling for, and then determine, hey, is it worth it to sub? If my Anthony Edwards card was super clean and I thought it would PSA 10, I would have spent 100 bucks to gem it, to try to gem it, because then it's worth four or $500. It's worth it. Instead, I thought this is not getting above a PSA nine. So for a hundred bucks, I'm underwater. It's no sense. For twenty five bucks, I'll take a shot to see if it gets an SGC nine five, which is not gem mint, but would add some bit of a premium. That Alec Baum's a good example of a borderline card. If it comes back an SGC ten, it's worth thirty bucks as it is. If it comes back a ten, it's worth fifty to sixty. But it's twenty five dollars to do it. So to me, that's a card you hang on to. He's a, he's a super talented kid. He had a kind of a weak season. If he comes back next year and plays good. Awesome. Then I'll sub for 25 bucks and see what happens. But it, grading still plays a part. You just have to be much more selective when you're ripping. Um, Chris had a killer box, by the way. We all did select blasters as well, basketball. He had a mm-hmm. couple different Lamello variations. I got hosed. I got not. I spent like <laughs> 550 bucks. I probably came away with $120 worth of cards. I had like the uh, golden, uh, oh, what was it? It's the uh, Golden Lion Tamarin Allen and Ginter card <laughs> that I also right. I yep. decided to. Get graded, so that's off at SGC right now. So that's that's exciting. gonna get that's gonna be a pop one. Yep. Jesse Gibson Sports Boy <laughs> owned card that's getting sold. I, I honestly, I think it's fun. I mean, the fact that there was a Nebula in there that's just a fun. Alan, Alan Ginter's Ginter's twenty some, bucks. I mean, yep. big deal. It was My fun. only two pickups of the week because I've been moving and still messing with the house. I actually bought two cards there: Anthony Edwards Prism Disco Variation and a Ja Morant PSA ten Prism Base. I got them both for 300 bucks. I haggled with Chris, and Chris gives me a deal. I'm high on Edwards, and I think Jaws coming back, and I'm still high on the Grizzlies. The fact that they're winning like this without him, I actually think it's a great sign for when he comes back. So those are my only pickups, though. Those two haven't done anything else the rest of the week. Have you? I actually haven't talked to you. Have you bought anything? No, other than those, the ones that I just got from ripping packs there. I mean, it was last week was super busy. Yeah, the film I, crew I felt- showed up Wednesday morning. They were here until yeah. Friday night. I mean, the cars were wired up. We haven't even talked about any of the that do we talk about that can we talk about that i don't actually know so i haven't said a lot about it i can tell yeah. you this it's not going to be some hack job like some of these other things coming out so this is a legit film crew that's made like some emmy winning things this i'm going to go out on a limb and say is not going to win an emmy but hey, they're also going to be don't, i don't, know, don't that. know that they're also going to be with us and, and the crew was actually really cool it's a super inconvenience having them around the cool thing is they know that <laughs> It is, yes. but I mean, you got six, but they actually knew that they were respectful. I had a great time. They're going to be out in Vegas with us 
the 28th to the 30th of January for the Mint Collective, for the card show, for our speaking stuff. There's a good chance. I would say it's a good chance now. We're going to be at the Super Bowl right off Radio Row. Not at the game. Let's be, yeah, let's be clear. Not the game, but. Yeah, least- actually, no, unless Brady's there. I don't want to. If Brady's in it, I may go. Um, but I think they're going to try to come there. So it should be a pretty cool doc. That's enough. I don't want to say okay. about it. I'm nervous. Well, you said doc, so you've already given it all away. I could have been um, talking about a doctor. You don't know. That's really a good point. My bad. All right. Recent pickup. All right. So then calendar releases. What's what's released this week? I'll be honest with you. This is a boring week. I don't even need you to give me any info on this. Panini oh, Flux. Oh, God. Get the Flux basketball because I don't know what. 350. What do you get? Honestly, so this is the first year they've made Flux basketball. Weird word. I don't I, I don't agree with the word choice. Whoever named this should be fired. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I I gotta say I'm I I don't want more variations of cards. It's I, like I said I'm already so confused. I but agree. So give me the it, breakdown of the box. Three fifty a box retail. Yes. Um, you get one uncirculated encased insert parallel or autograph box topper. What does that mean? One uncirculated. So it's it's numbered. It's not circulated. By the way, just to be clear too, this is still Lamelo and Anthony Edwards stuff from last year. Correct. Correct. Isn't that what's on the yes. picture? Uh, so still, yes. still 2020, 2021. Last year's Correct. class. I like the class. I don't know how much money I want. Like I already told Eddie, I think we're just flipping our cases. I don't think we're breaking any of this stuff. Flux. I just, I don't think it's a great value. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not high on the product. I, I'm kind of like you. There comes a point where we don't need more. Yeah. I, I saw the cards. They look cool. I don't know how well they're going to resell. And I think it's a little pricey. So. Um, sorry, one uncirculated, either just a numbered card, auto, refracted, whatever. What else you get? One auto, one atmosphere insert, three additional inserts, one insert prism, and three silvers. Yeah. I'm, the I have, total of 50 cards a box. I mean, the fact that it's base heavy, I guess, is a good thing. You know, it gives you some... If this was $200 a box, I'd be in. I, I just, for a new product that I don't know the retail on, I'm all set at 350 The other one, though, I am interested in, Allen and Ginter is what you were ripping the other day. This is yeah. Allen and Ginter Chrome. Same product, all Chrome cards, though. Like Stadium Club Chrome has done that now, recently. Um, I wish I would have known that. I wish I had that available to me at that time, but that's well, okay. It's way more expensive. Well, how much is this a box? Uh, well, I paid 20 and this is $158. So, yeah, a little bit cheaper. What's the breakdown here? Uh, so, you get six base card refractors. 18 mini base cards and seven insert cards. Yeah. So again, this is a totally. Oh, and one, one auto per case, not per box. Okay. Yeah. This one is one of those set collectors. will mess around with Allen and Ginter. There's stuff off the wall, crap, nebula cards, lion cards, whatever, anything you could think of. The cool thing is, there's a bunch of variations. You could open a box and think you got $2 back. And all of a sudden one of them has a felt back or something different. Uh, I don't mess with it because I don't understand it. I, I think this is actually a product you need to be willing to literally look up every card to see if you have anything. And I don't care enough to do it. They've got but one I don't for hate cryptocurrency. It. I think that's The cryptocurrency card sells really well, out of the paper product at least. Um, it's 150 bucks if that's your thing. I think it's a cool product. I, I don't know many people who break it because there's so many different, you know, um, sections. Like, I don't know how you can't do it by team because there's so many off-the-wall things. I think it's a cool product. I don't personally mess with it, but I know guys who will spend a ton of money in rip cases because you can get some super expensive variations and things. So, yeah, like I said, kind of a boring week. I don't think we're breaking either one of these things, honestly. 
I think we're just going to keep going with Spectre football, Panini one on one. Something comes out at the end of the week too. I forget. So we'll talk yeah. about it on Thursday. Save for the show. Save for the show. Um, all right. So we we hit all that. Let's see. Oh, wanted to give a shout out to our Instagram slash Facebook slash Twitter. All you guys who follow us on social. We did a little thing. Uh, I mentioned it on the last show. The listener show off. I didn't know um, about this till after the show. I was already tuned out because my internet died. <laughs> you were very upset. I liked at it that though. Time. I actually did. I enjoyed this little interaction with the listeners. Yeah, it was good. I agree. So you guys sent in your cards. You basically posted pictures, put the hashtag on there, and then we got to see what you guys were were liking, what you guys collected. Um, I have to guess, Mike, one of your favorite cards, and I think the one one of the ones we posted was the Griffey. Uh, if I if I'm guessing. But I honestly like that four auto bird Frazier Irving Jordan card. That one to me was the coolest. Okay. So, so yeah, basically this was the thing where people sent in pictures of their cards. We pick some we liked, whatever. Good for interaction. It was a fun thing. Here's the problem with this card to me. I, I do like it. And then I get to the bottom and there's Walt Frazier. So it's Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Dr. J, Walt Frazier. You know, one of these yeah. things is not like the other. He's great. <laughs> he doesn't need to be on that card. Like, why, why isn't Magic sure. Johnson on that card? So for me personally, I'm very weird with multi-auto cards. I hate cards like this when one does not match the other. And I also don't like college uniform cards. So as cool as this thing is, and I also know Craig who has this card, he paid nothing for it compared to what it's worth now. It's oh, an awesome really? card, no question. Okay. This, is not, this would not be a PC card for me for those reasons. Interesting. Okay. That's I love enough. the Griffey though. So the Griffey is an 89 tops trader, just a, a regular rookie. It's an in-person autograph that was then graded. So it's a gem mint 10 auto, gem mint 10 card. I think this was like two grand. Justin won this at Golden, I believe. Oh, this is one of Justin's cards. Wow. That seems to me to be stupid cheap for an on-card gem, dual gem mint Griffey rookie. I really liked it. Um, there were some other cards, the black label Tatis. I don't care about the card, gold, green mm-hmm. tops, chrome Tatis. Black labels. Like, have you seen th- that picture? That's why black labels sell like they do. That is the best looking label of any company. And I dislike BGS in general. Yeah, that it does label look really nice. Is, oh, it's ridiculous looking. Um, the 71 Oscar Robertson PSA 4. I like it. It's a clean card. Sec- it's his second year, third year, something like that. Third year card because they didn't make them every year. And guys, if you didn't get posted, if you sent something, you hashtag something, keep doing it because we'll do this again in the coming weeks. We just wanted to say we really appreciate it because a lot of these submissions were really, really cool. And, you know, some of these I've ne- well, I mean, that kind of goes without saying that I have never seen some of these, sure. but I think they're going to be surprises to a lot of people. So, yep. Yeah, I liked it. Um, all mailbags? Right. Or what do you got? Uh, last thing. Last thing before we go to mailbag. Guys, a lot of you have really supported Sports Boy, and I, for one, you talking about yourself in third person again? It doesn't matter. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm referring to Sports Boy as a separate entity. But Sports Boy appreciates you calling Sports Boy Sports Boy. The only thing is that I'm starting to notice is that some people comment Mike doesn't really have a nickname. Oh, I'm an adult. You know, yeah. We call him (laughs) Geo occasionally. I I graduated from the fourth grade. I'm good. Don't need the nickname. Let's just let's just start to work. Let's start throwing them out there, okay? You guys start throwing out your ideas for the Mike Giuseppe nickname. This is not going to go well. I, cannot, oh, I would tell you right I now. Wait. Almost none Please, of these clean answers only. Yeah, clean almost answers none of these are going to be clean enough for the show. That's Please fine. All right. Now is it mailbag? It. <laughs> it is now 
mailbag time. Cheery. Um, cheery mailbag time, by the way. I'm very excited. This I know how happy you are to read these. Um, and if anyone did not realize this, so Mike, uh, as you may or may not know, on the last episode, he had right. a little rough time with the internet. Um, that led to some frustration and that led to some answers not being so great for our mailbag segment. By for the those- way, by the way, let me take this real quick. I did want to go. I'm glad. Okay. First off, <laughs> some people were like, dude, we couldn't even tell. It wasn't that big a deal. Yes. This thing happened for like 45 minutes. 30 to 45 minutes is how long the whole endeavor. Took. Oh, at least. Yeah. It was a total train wreck. The only reason it sounded like that is because Ronick worked like a maniac oh. to edit the sound to cut it up to make it sound good. But for I these forgot. morons, we need to give him a shout out. Yeah, he there's did your so shout good. out. Because for these morons who were like, Mike got angry over a two second blip, blip in, in internet. This was like a 45 minute thing. We had to keep restarting. I, yeah, I was angry. Why didn't you just wait till another day? I said this in the Facebook Live, which I'll explain in a minute. I also will say this on the show. When we sit down to record, you are getting what we record that day. Now, if there was a technical thing and there was like an echo in the background or something like that, yes, we'd redo the show. But I will never say, hey, we're going to do something because one of us came off bad. I thought I came off like a petulant child and a jerk. <laughs> That's how the show went that day. You always will get the authentic feeling of the show. You're going to get what happened here. I wasn't going to sit down and record it the next day. I wasn't happy. I wasn't going to come off and pretend to be happy. Period. Some guys didn't like it. We heard plenty of that. Totally understand. No problem. I'm just going to say you're not going to get transparency like that anywhere else. That was a train wreck of a show, and we still put it out. Now, specifically the mailbag, though. Yes. I gave Wicked just pointed jerk answers, sarcastic stuff. I didn't really answer them. The next morning, I woke up. Calmer heads prevailed. I went live on Facebook, tagged the five guys or six guys who had questions, brought them into the Facebook Live, read the questions, gave them real answers. So don't keep yourself up at night worrying about Facebook people getting answers to their questions. They got the answers. However, I'm not sorry we did the show. Like I, that's Honestly, that's how it goes sometimes. Just like a couple months ago when I was having mental health stuff going on, I did a Facebook Live then too because people were asking, you at, we're going to give you the real stuff here. Sorry. I, I know sometimes people don't like that. My whole overall theme here, though, is that when we set out making the show, we said, I want this to be authentic and genuine all the time, good, bad, what, ugly, whatever, because there's not enough of that in podcasting and sports talk and the hobby anywhere. So when things like that fall apart, there is no way I was going to say, oh, we can't release it because it makes me look bad. Had it been Jesse, had Jesse had something happen, and at the end of it, he's like, dude, I, I hated how I came off. No problem. I actually might redo it then. If you were like, hey, I don't, I don't want to put this out. I don't. No, I, I like to be just as genuine. I think there's I think so times too. where I, I think there's I think so too. once or twice where I said something so completely stupid that I was just like, okay, I know people think I don't know anything, but I need that like one that's sentence. Fine. I just mean if you if you ever came to me like, hey, that's got to get cut. No problem. I and I I just that. have I have my standards. Jesse has his. Everybody has their own standards. Everybody else with podcast too. That's ours. The end. Mailbag. Let's go. Uh, yeah, thank you. And to be fair, I am a tornado ma- survivor. <laughs> to be fair, the majority <laughs> of you that did respond w- is very positive. So thank you all. There was a few. Ronick killed it. I thought it. the audio was going to be yes. so hacked up. It would be ridiculous. Honestly, I, my wife said, I, if you hadn't said anything, I would have no idea. So by the way, internet is now working at the, at Steve's house right down the road. Oh, I got bro. a text. I got a text saying the internet was back up in the area from Xfinity, <gasps> but Hannah said it's still not working at our house. Uh, I'm not going to say user error, but could be. No, no. She's I mean, me and her don't know. So she means well, though. She set up that ring security system. Yeah. So here we go. That was good. Uh, Mailbag. 
All right, before I hit Facebook, I have three questions from Discord. Discord, Noah Nicewonger. Fun question here. What are your thoughts about cards being made of players in their tunnel outfits, specifically NBA? Uh, fine. Do you think it over less value, more value, same value? Anything less different? value to me. I'd rather have okay. Bird in a Celtics on-court jersey. Okay. I would yeah. probably agree with that. Doesn't, didn't you know a guy named Nyshwanger growing up? That's a weird Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I thought... Is this I him? Need, well, we need is Hannah. We need Hannah here to tell us. She would have known him. Um... Hey, nice one. Reach out to us if you know us. Niche Dave, Coffer? What's his? The, Dave, Dave Sun 88. After opening boxes, what do you do with all the common cards that aren't worth money? Do you save them or toss them? I tell you, we did a Nash cards. We just handed them off to kids that walked in or gave them to Chris. That Christmas was actually nice. Kids. Yeah, I always do. Every time we rip and there's just like a pile of random stuff. Or even if it's like a pile that's worth 10 or 15, just give them to a kid. Who cares? All my select cards I gave to a kid, but then I found out the kid gave them to his dad, and I was like, "Yeah, oh boy. I almost wanted to ask him back, like, dude, I don't. Your dad can go get a job. I don't need to give give your dad cards, but that's fine. I mean, it was just as bad as if that kid who stole stuff while we were there would have taken them. I think that happened. Or you just box everything together, like, and, and you'll see people do this. Hey, a to a full large flat rate, just dry stacked base cards and whatever, sell it for fifty bucks. You can do that. Too. Yeah, Sanderson to O R R. That's I don't know what that oh, this is Eric. Eric's oh, okay. a Boston guy or is for Bobby Orr. I know him. He's a big hockey fan. I'm going to okay. guess this is sarcastic. No, I don't think so. Mike, isn't it true that you <laughs> you're a closet vintage hockey collector and you acknowledge that vintage hockey is what drives this hobby? Please give at least two paragraph response on the greatness of vintage hockey. I could give a two paragraph response. Eric's never read that much in his life, so there's no reason to do that. <laughs> Uh, the only vintage hockey card I, I hope want, he, I hope he's nice. Uh, Eric's got a good sense that. of humor. The only thing I want, I do want a Bobby or rookie at some point. Uh, I just haven't got around to buying it. Okay. Uh, Johnny Watt. I think no. it's three. No, no, no. I'm sorry. All right. The Facebook Johnny Watt. Other ringer podcasts trying to find something to listen to on your days off. He wants to know what we like on the ringer besides us. Um, the rewatchables is one that I find entertaining because it's not specifically about sports. So, uh, there's a, there's an option for you. If we're specifically talking ringer podcasts, Ronick, what is one? Chris Ronick? What is Vernon show mismatch or the matchup? I always forget mismatch, the mismatch. Yeah. I like the mismatch. I like Vernon. Oh yeah. Anything Vernon's in Kevin's too serious for me. He's too sportsy for me, but I like Chris. So I listen to Chris's stuff all the time. Uh, I listen to Simmons sometimes. Sometimes, though, if Simmons has a guest I don't care about, I just can't listen to anything because it goes for a while. Ooh. Unlike him, he can go with anything. He's adaptable. When yeah. I don't care, it's so evident. It's it's uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, yeah. That's but typically I, when you start hearing me talk more when the yeah. interview goes that way. But those are the two. Like, I listen to Simmons. I listen to the mismatch. Matchup. What is it? He just told. <laughs> matchup? Don't. Mismatch. The mismatch. Nobody tell him. Uh, what else is there? I'm trying to think. Actually, when Simmons had Tom Hanks on the other week, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Like getting some background on like, yeah, how they I, I, like stuff like that. I will watch. Yeah. I, I do listen to Simmons. Jackie Mack is a uh, she's a or she was a columnist in Boston for years covering the Celtics. I always listen to her her takes. Um, I guess that's about it. Those two. I don't. I don't. I, I don't listen to any baseball podcast anywhere because I I think baseball is too boring. Um. Rosillo's never said hello to us, even though I'm from Boston. I'm on the ringer now, so I, I refuse to listen to any of his stuff anymore. You think anymore. he knows we exist? Oh, I could care less. I don't like him. I'm done. He's your best friend. I'm just kidding. I, I like him. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Facebook, Matt Shones. 
I will never stop saying the Facebook. What are some good wax investments outside of the three major sports? I've been collecting some soccer. You asked this, due to hey, hang on. You asked this last show. This is one of the questions I didn't oh, answer. Oh, I did? Yeah. Yep. Next. Oh, I must not have knocked this one up. Did you end up responding to Matt? We did. Okay, Matt. Sorry about that, guys. Quentin Meggett. This is hard. Bam Adebayo. Bayou. Long-term value. Looking on a 130 point, which well, 130 point is similar to like when you go to eBay, check sales. Um, but it point, shows you the actual value when like a buy it now card is sold. It's it's very helpful. Yes. Yeah, so looking at, on 130 point, his last few 2017 Panini Prism base PSA 10s have gone for 50 to 60 bucks. Stupid I see cheap. situations where that could 4X, especially if this Heat team makes a decent playoff run and he plays well. So long-term value, Mike? I think there is long-term value. Here's the issue with BAM and everybody else. The overall sentiment in the hobby now is base is bad and it's overpriced. That is true from 2019 forward, even 2018 forward. But 2017, I guarantee his pop pop counts are a fraction of the years after that. So although that's the case, the sentiment, it's hard to teach people like, hey, it's not true. There's not a ton of these. There's not 20,000 or anywhere near 20,000 of these. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to end up being a borderline all-star every year for the next eight seasons. And I think they could make a decent run in the East, but that's the struggle right now with anything based just about, unless the guy absolutely goes crazy on court performance. Uh, you know, I, I, I just think it's tough to try to sell people on the fact that there is value in base cards like that. Okay. Um, Nick Colheed. Thank you for spelling that for me. There's a J it's KJ. Who wouldn't, I would never have gotten that. By April, by April, PSA should be done with its current backlog. The new rookie classes will have much more pro uni cards and it will be NFL draft slash NBA playoffs slash MLB season time. Do you predict rises in specific pockets or a full rising of tides by April of next year? No, I mean, if you're telling me that from five months ago, the 12 million card backlog is done in less than a calendar year, which I don't, first of all, I don't agree with that. Uh, somehow that's going to rise the tide. I think would have the opposite effect. The junk slab era is oh, an overstated term. It's dramatic, but I think we start to see some of that. Uh, yeah. I, and I'm also not convinced that that's the case. I just, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to see overall value just across the board up. I think it's going to be much more selective and I think as pop counts dramatically increase between now and April for, you know, what, four and a half months from now, I really don't know what the landscape is. Um, I also don't think, just to hit the PSA thing real quick, do you have any questions about, uh, did we get any I was mailbag? Say, um, I don't believe there's any PSA, but I was going to say we should at least talk about it because I did read about the, the update. Yeah, reg- it's regular service. It's $100 yes. a card. I think it's a month to six. No, like three. I think they're saying around three months is oh, they're predicting. Three, yeah, so three yeah. months, which, which is probably four to six, closer to four to six. It's $100 a card months They're also away. instituting like this new thing where they'll have, I don't know, they're saying technology. Limits, right? Yeah, basically they'll say, we have a way now to track how much has been sent in and we can kind of like cut off that spigot if it starts to fill up and we can't process what we already have plus this new stuff so they're they are trying to keep a better eye on it apparently but in the long run i think a lot of guys are just asking why are we still opening up new stuff when my old stuff over a year old is not out yet so i also thought it was interesting like we've gotten a couple emails about this from like other people and then today we got an email from psa 
He was like, hey, if you want to have this guy on to talk about it. I don't know what there is to talk about. It's $100. That was kind of my thing is like, yeah, I didn't know how to respond to that guy. I was like, I think we yeah. met that guy. By the way, the guy he offered to have on the show, Ryan, we met the him at The name sounded familiar. We met him okay. at the National. He's a nice guy. This is not a, nothing against Ryan. But first of all, I don't think it's all that newsworthy. It's 100 bucks a card. It's going to be months. I, I, I'm still not using that for the majority of cards. The other thing is we've had Steve Sloan on the show and we've had Nat on the show. Again, not, not a shot at Ryan, but the guy who, who wrote the emails, I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you, has never. I would be absolutely shocked if that guy's ever listened to the show. We don't care that much about small news like that anyways. I don't think it's a big topic. And if you're going to come at us, why wouldn't it be, hey, here's Nat again. When you've already had the two top guys of the company, it is then tough to throw Ryan in again. I thought Ryan was a nice dude, so I'm not taking the shot there. I just think it's like, what are you, what are you doing here? I think Whatever. Ryan, so the email said Ryan was the chief product officer, which is cool. Um, but it's just like, they're 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 saying like he would come on as like the first in-depth interview about the return of regular service we just did and the in-depth like, yeah, that was the in-depth that, that was, was it. my only thing like i don't know how much more we we really have so guys thank you for reaching out we appreciate it um i think we might pass on this one yeah i mean it's also a test it says this is a test of the new process as the company also prepares to relaunch value service and other lower tier tiers next year uh, what's the test you open up a new level People are going to send cards. You're going to track the cards, see how long it takes. I'm not really sure. I I, I just don't. I read this article too, the Sports Card Collector Digest. I, I don't like. I I guess some people could make like a long term, like a, an in depth. You know, to me, this is a 30 second story. I don't know what else to say about it. PSA, please continue to reach out to us to have people on about news coming up. At this point, we would feel that we've covered the topic in depth uh, to the degree we would like. So, yeah, when you, you have real news, reach out to us. Let's say that. Okay. Next question. <laughs> I said it a little better, I thought, but maybe not. I don't I know. I want to be a chief. I'm the chief <laughs> host of the show. You are the chief co-host. Everybody's <laughs> a chief of something now. I like it when you get called co-host and I also get called co-host. The Mint Collective still has me listed as co-host. And you I'm gonna will be. bail. I'm going to bail on all those panels <laughs> the last minute because of that. I haven't told anybody yet. No. Alex, if you're listening, don't you dare change it. I will lose it. Here we go. Rob and my Meadows. stupid picture hasn't been updated yet either. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? What, I look like an idiot. You want? That's fine, actually. I, don't care. I was, was going to say. Here we go. Whatever. Rob Meadows from the Facebook. How do you guys feel about Chronicles producing cool sets like Flux, <laughs> which is now getting its own set this year? I, for one, love to see it. See, there, there's the thing. Some people do enjoy these new products, so that's nice. Good. Yeah, for, for the guys who do, fantastic. I don't. I think okay. it's a little too much. Uh, Christopher Duff, any he good Wi-Fi? He doesn't like it. <laughs> any good Wi-Fi routers you'd recommend? <laughs> oh, man. What's his name? That's Christopher Duff, the guy, our, our buddy who's in the Fantasy League and everywhere Can else. Can you send him a, like a Norton's virus through <laughs> his Facebook messenger? Oh, boy. Chris, I'm sorry, man. Here comes the Norton's virus. Next. <laughs> Mike, Michael Sheffrier. Sheffrier. Uh, yep. Do you see the upside for golf cards outside of Tiger cards? There's really not much interest, but his stuff is obviously done extremely well. Someone else responded to this because I was like, I don't know if you're going to have a response. What was the response? Who, who responded, first of all? Um, The guy who responded. Uh, let me see. It was um, K.R. Rod. I don't I guess there's someone new to the group. Yeah. He says, um he thinks there is a large market for the golf for golf cards specifically uh hot new players are getting some large money 
So I, I guess, I mean, I can tell you golf doesn't move the needle for the majority of card collectors. I know aside from tiger, Arnold Palmer, like old school stuff, Jack Nicholas, uh, Phil, Hello? Phil Mickelson's a good example. Yeah. I mean, there's some that does some that do, but in general, I mean, they also don't release a ton of stuff, which is good. If they started really releasing a bunch of stuff and flooding it, it would be an, a real issue. Um, but then you get, you know, if Rory McIlroy wins the Masters or whatever the next major tournament is, yeah, you'll probably see a nice spike in, in his market. Long term, I still think Tiger is undervalued because he's still kind of hanging around. He's going to play select tournaments through the years. You know, when he actually walks away, I, I think we're going to look back like this was ridiculous. Revolutionize the game type thing. And his, there's like really going to be, he's going he's gonna to be like that Mickey Mantle type character. I think the one thing that if people don't know this already, the, the reason why we say Tiger is still undervalued is the kind of the reason why there's a question there is just because of the pop counts. There's just so many yeah. of those cards that were produced. So if you're wondering why we say that, um, Brian Shome, Shome, can you guys talk about the emergence of chase cards like downtowns? And if you think they have staying power, interested to hear your thoughts on printed plate one of one autos as well. Talk about vacation. <laughs> Thank you, Meredith. We say that a lot. I don't know if people know what that is. If they don't, they should watch The Office and stop listening to us so much. Um, I, I do wonder, because some of these things have been really hyped up by influencers and people in microphones. I think there's value there. If you told me years from now, like some of the lesser known guys, like their downtown values have really plummeted. Downtowns. Mm -hmm. um, now, see, like the color Kaboom. blast. Yeah, kaboom a little bit too. Color Blast, though, I don't see out nearly as much. I, I think those probably hold. And like the numbered stuff, I think, holds really well too. But like I saw Brady PSA 9 Kaboom sells yesterday, I think it was, for $4,200. Maybe oh, it was I, Saturday. Like, those how, have gone done really well. Kabooms I, have actually done nice. I, I don't understand it. I think it's I don't cool. Either, honestly. I think the downtowns are cooler, if anything. You can get like really nice PSA 10 or BGS 9.5 or SGC 10 rookies of Brady for the same price. I can't imagine spending that kind of money on a kaboom for Brady. But it's also not that's also not the stuff I'm into. So long term, I'm a little more pessimistic, but I, I also think I might be in the minority here, quite frankly. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Honestly, just because they the guys in the Facebook group seem to love it. Like it's when they're guys who post photos of like their kaboom or their downtown. There, it just gets a lot of. Praise, I do have so. cause. It's because I hate him. <laughs> All right, Eric Charlesworth. If guys like Herbert and Burrow prove to be good, but maybe not elite quarterbacks, um, if they're more like the Matt Stafford realm of things, and they don't get any rings right away, will their prices hold or decline? They have to decline if that's the case. They're I mean, so high right now. Yeah, How do they not? That's the thing. I think they they're still hot from like last year, year before. Um, last year was a rookie, or year, last yeah. year is their rookie right. year. But yeah, if they don't in the next year or two, if they're not winning meaningful playoff games, I don't know how they don't come way back down at some point. Have to. Ronick book Steve Carell. Thank you. Next Thank question. You. Brent Classen, yep. Clausen, Pickle. The pickle. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to know who you guys think are the most popular PC guys. Uh, in each sport today, not just rookie autos, but who are the guys that people will buy their base or random inserts the most? I think Griffey and Jeter are two. Griffey, especially like for guys a little younger and a little older than me. 
there's a real fascination with Griffey. He, he's a super fan favorite. Um, Jordan, obviously. Yeah, I think Jordan, Jordan, Brady, all the like, all the goats yeah, the of goats each sport. For sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like non-traditional, like not the greatest of all time type guys. Um, you know, Allen Iverson has a crazy following. Like a lot of guys loved watching him. Um, I'm trying to think who else in baseball. You know, even like Cal Ripken is a guy I never really cared about, but has a really strong, like a, a ton of guys collect his stuff. Uh, I would think Sosa and McGuire, just because like at that time, that brought in so many people to like just sports in general. I would think that those are names that people know, even if they don't watch baseball. Yeah, but the, the, the markets have cooled way, way off on those guys at this point. I'm trying to think of like in football. Um, Emmett Smith. I I mean, for some reason, I always. Like, I would say it, Bar- I would say Barry Sanders, way more collective. Barry Sanders, Smith. yeah. Yeah, Barry for sure is a guy like that. Um, Troy Aikman at all? Uh, just any Cowboys from like the mid to late 90s? I mean, I'm sure. To me, the guy, like if you ask me who, who do guys collect the most of from that era, my first, I, I think Barry way more than anybody else. Really? Okay. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody. Because I think if anything, the guys that people are collecting for those are the guys that I've actually heard of. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to see like some rando collected because no one knows him. And if I, I don't know him. Yeah. No, I think you're right about that. Andrew Brewster. All right. We got a little F1 question. So brace yourself. I have an SGC 10 Lewis Hamilton tops Chrome base card. The card hit a peak of about $500 this weekend. Wondering if this is a card like the MJ rookie, Tom rookie, Tom Brady rookie, et cetera, where it will just go up over time or because it's base, is there a limited growth potential? Here's the major difference. So yes, is it limited growth potential to a degree, right? The pops are going to be higher than MJ, PSA 10s, and Brady's. But there was not a ton of that stuff printed last year. And there was a lot of printing issues last year with that stuff. So I don't think the pop is going to get out of control. First year of that product. First year of that product. SGC too. Way lower pop the PSA is going to have. I actually think it's a good card to hold long term if you can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. You want to do Casey, two more? Uh, yeah, that's good. Casey Lee. Oh, God. Yeah. Tell me what the deal is with this. So, Casey Lee, with the growing popularity of the G League Ignite team, do you think guys like Kaminga and Green and other players in the upcoming years are going to see a bump in value for their non-NBA jersey products? You know, I really don't. I know that the Ignite League has like picked up some steam and making headlines a little bit. I, I don't think it's going to affect the card values. I think car- guys are just going to... I think it's going to be seen like collegiate jerseys. Guys are going to wait for pro uniform stuff, I think. Okay. Um, Man, I've got... There's a number of cards... You want a couple level. more? If you want to go fast, we yeah, can go a few let's, more. Let's, let's not let's go, go quick. No commentary. Just straight Cole read off straight answer. Yep. With PSA potentially opening up lower cost services, if the market is flooded with graded cards, do you think the overall value of slabs will take a hit? Yes. yes. Oh, yep. I answered that one too. Ken Griffin, when is the best time to sell Curry higher end $5,000 plus stuff? Now before bro- he breaks record, after... Or if they get to the championship, yep. win the ring or never. Playoffs ring era, yeah. No one cares about the three-point record, not in the hobby. There's not going to be a huge spike. Playoffs, that, that's when it happens. I was curious about that, too. Okay. Josh Epstein. Um, Formula One seemed to gain a lot of popularity this year in the USA. Do you do either of you guys have any interest in 
and or collect Formula One cards. I have an interest in them. I actually do want like a, a max. I feel like the Lewis Hamilton's like overplayed, but for the money wise, sure, I would like that. But I wouldn't mind like one of these other guys I actually saw like on the Formula One documentary show. 2021 Tops cool. Chrome, like F1 Lite, I think it's called. It's coming out soon. Like there's actually some some new product that starts to drop for F1 in the next month or so. Eddie breaks a ton. It's amazing though. Eddie breaks so much F1, it's insane. I've never bought a pack, box, nothing. Don't own any cards. I take it back. Justin from Facebook sent me a card because the caption was like something geo. It had my name in it. He had Eddie mailed it to me when he mailed me the check last week. Oh, I really? Thought was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Okay. So I own um, an F1 card. Well, there you go. You are a collector. Fan, uh, big fan. Three, la- three last questions. All right. Patrick James Lynch. Um, what stuff from the Saturday show off got Mike and Jesse itching to make some new purchases? Uh, we already talked about that, actually, Patrick. Um, thank you. I like the multi-autograph stuff. I just didn't like that particular one. Marshall Goff. At what point does Fanatics go after Panini and Tops for intentionally harming their future license over printing before uh, by overprinting before they lose it? I mean, they're not doing it. All, you don't all think we've heard. I mean, they're, they're printing a lot more because it's a bigger market. Like, I don't know. They can't print anymore because there's not enough supplies and the manufacturers are backed up. So when is this massive overprinting going to happen? Honestly, I, I feel I, like I just it, don't. I don't. I honestly, I think this is another one of these theories. It sounded good on paper. So people ran with it. I don't think it's real. I really don't. That name sounds. What's a guy's name? Marshall Goff. G-O-F-F. That name sounds familiar. I wonder if I know Marshall. I could be um, making this up. Sounds very familiar. I, I honestly, I think the fact that there is a supply shortage, just like in bet raw supplies, is probably a good thing for this hobby. Just if you feel like things are being overproduced, hey, guess what? Even if they wanted to do more, they're not going to be able to. So, yeah, um, I just I think this is an overplayed thing. I, I think it's just a doomsday thing that's not real. Uh, Ian Babcock, what do you usually go by when comparing raw card prices versus slab sub slabbed sub 10 cards? For example, is I got raw equal to a PSA 8 or 9? Yada, yada. Yeah, in general, like a uh, this is with ultra-modern stuff. Obviously, with an MJ rookie or something stupid, that does no bearing. With newer stuff, say the last f- seven or eight years, I don't know, maybe even the last 10 years, um, yeah, like a, a raw, anywhere from a PSA 7 and 8, I kind of compare a raw price to. A 9, I think it's a little bit of a bump over raw. And then obviously a 10 or a 9.5, if that's a gem for the grading company, quite a bit more. But yeah, raw kind of in the 7 to 8 range in general. And the only exception there too is like with stuff that's super overprinted, um, tops update paper rookies, a lot of times those 9s are almost the same. as At least they were. The swings are weird there too. But some of that stuff, a 9 is almost comparable to raw as well. Uh, but I have no problem paying, P- like, but I would rather buy a PSA 7 than an absolute raw card if it's a cheap card like that, because at least I know a 7 is near mint, and I can probably see what's wrong with it, and it's not a big deal. So for the most part, Ultra Modern, if it is a raw card, it's basically the equivalent if I went and found a PSA 6 or 7. No, 7 or 8. 7, seven or 8. Or eight. Okay. 7 is near mint. I think 8 is mint. Or near so you're mint. saying a, six would be le- a graded 6 would be less than a raw? For ultra stuff, yeah, I, I, w- I mean, because then there's like something. No- uh, six is just is it is um, oh god, I can't think. Excellent condition. That's oh, not okay. yeah, it's seven or higher, for sure. Seven to eight is probably the most comparable. Okay. Um, I there was actually one last uh, question on here. Kyle, oh, who, who Patilio? Mm-hmm. 
That sounds good. KP. How do you how do you price a XR one of one, especially since there are like nine of each player? Have any of the other one of ones of that player sold? Is there a player that's comparable in other products that has has sold? Is there a guy from last year's XR that sold? Can always find, or is there even like a product similar to XR? Similar, like Elite probably sells fairly close to XR. What's his one of one doing there? Or what's a comparable guy doing there in price? You can usually get a pretty decent idea that way. Okay. That's a fair answer. There we go, bud. We did mailbag. Here's the thing. I feel underwhelmed. Yeah. I, I, underwhelming show, I thought. It's okay. It, I, you well, know what's throwing me off? I can hear... It's not his fault Exactly. Either. That's what I was going to say. I can't I can get excited. I can hear Jesse I'm, physically, and there's like yeah. a half a second delay in my, in my headphones. So that's why in the studio there will not be this problem. But like when you're sitting in a different room, I honestly think uh, yeah. you should have sat out here. I did think about it. Yeah. It's just that I Next needed time. my computer set up. Like I already yeah, had yeah. everything pulled up. I understand. That was the pain. So we will be moving into a temporary studio and then moving into the new studio in a couple months. That's Are the, you worried about the response when people see that we are in a single room? Because I feel like people are going to be like, oh, they're in like a I mean, granted, when we film in our regular studio, when we get in it, it'll still they'll only see one room. Oh, the 10th like, studio, I'll tell you right now, it's it's, a, it's literally a single office in a building, and then we have access to a nice, like, like a nice big conference room as well. I honestly thought, too, if we don't like the office, we'll just sign the con- Who else is using the conference room? We'll just go hang out in there. That's fair. I yeah, take I just, my naps. That's where I'll play with the dogs. <laughs> I just, I yeah, I want, I need, we need to have something for people to actually look at besides the bare wall. Have you given any thought to that? Because I, I assume stuff we can, can hang go up. in there and paint. That's like the, something. I'm not painting, but I can hang up some stuff on the wall, I'm sure. Okay, I want to have like a fern, um, and maybe like a foot massager. I would my feet in you know, a foot we need bath to get, the entire time. <laughs> sure. In all honesty, we need to get one of those signs made up. Like I had the old geo break sign. We need to do an SCN sign like that with the big logo behind us. Yes. It's like, and that we need that cool. anyways for shows and stuff. Uh, I can go get that printed at the Hendersonville place. Can you? I'm going today. Oh, I need a good copy of the new logo. Um, let me, Ronick. Is that anything? So the. You know what? We're going to take it off air. This, okay. At this point, I don't think that people need to hear that part. Okay. Cool. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Mike, hit them with the outro. That's the opposite of the intro. I know that much. Uh, there you go. Sports <laughs> Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Uh, make sure you listen. If you haven't listened to this point, you're not going to hear me say it, so that's kind of a useless thing. Subscribe, follow, unfollow if you hate us, do whatever you want, I guess. Don't do that last one. Check out the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. I actually got two messages asking about different promo codes for products we have. Every code we have, discount code, free money code, whatever it is, is all on the website under card services. Make sure you check that out. And that's it. We'll be back. We are back this week, Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah. And we'll talk to Ronick mm-hmm. as soon as we get out of here. We got to figure out our schedule, but yes. I thought we were we'll taking next Thursday, Thursday off. Is that not the Not case? next, the following Thursday is what we talked about, the 30th. Oh, okay. Cool. There you go. We're done. We'll see you later this week. Bye. Bye.